G'day, and welcome to Clayton Today. I'm Rod Earnshaw, and in this series we're looking at how to do church. Our topic for discussion in this episode is planting new churches. And with me again to join the discussion is Jonathan Pryke, Executive Minister at Jasmine Parish Church. Good to see you again, Jonathan. Hi, Rod. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. And I have to admit, in this episode, I have a special interest because uh, you will, you and I helped to plant a church together uh, from Jasmine, a new church, Holy Trinity Gate Centre, which I'm now the Minister of. So I thought that today we might use that experience of planting Holy Trinity Gateshead as the basis to try and bring out some general principles for church planting. And you were involved in that process from the very beginning. So I wonder if you could just start us off with what was it that got Jasmine Parish Church interested in church planting to begin with? Yeah, it makes a change to be talking about something you know something about too, doesn't it, Rob? Uh, <laughs> I think no on, uh, on another of these on another of these programs, we were talking about world mission, and in a in a way, what church planting is really all about world mission. It's about the the world needing to know Christ. It's about the world uh, that should be giving glory to Christ, and so it's all part of our uh, fulfilling the Great Commission and reaching out. But there are there are particular circumstances that make church planting a really urgent mm. thing in this country at the moment. I mean, we're in a situation where something like six or seven percent of the population are in uh, population are in church on on any given Sunday. So it's, you know, it's over ninety percent mm. need to be need to be reached by the church. And also on top of that, not only is that is that percentage low, but it's declining, and it has been declining fast for a long time. Uh, Gateshead, where we planted this this church together. Uh, has, has seen drastic decline over decades. I mean, it's been something like 25% each decade decline over the last sort of 30 years mm. or so. So there's a really great mm. need. Mm. Uh, was there a particular circumstance that made you look at Gateshead as a place to plant, uh, to plant this plant that you did a couple of years ago? Well, two things came together, really. One is the vision that we had, which is a more general vision. Mm. And then the other was a p the particular opportunity. I mean, we, it's very important that the, the context in which this happened was that we, a few years ago as a church, Jasmine Parish Church, uh, thought through what, what it was we believe God was calling us to be doing. And, and we came to the conclusion that there were two aspects to that. One was growing the main church, growing the church that we're, we're a part of at the centre, as it were, but also working to see growth through church plants, not just in this country, but worldwide. So we had that vision in place. We were looking out for opportunities, if you like. But then this particular uh, opportunity came our way. Shall I tell you more about that? Oh yes, do go right <laughs> ahead, please. Um, and this came to us from, from Gateshead. There was, a, there was a little church in Gateshead called Cedars Community Church. And they had been working in a, a very rough area of Gateshead for uh, decades and had a vision for the gospel and the growth of the church in that area. But they had, they had also seen what was happening, which was that there was a, there was a plan for a massive redevelopment of the, uh, the eastern part of Gateshead where they were, where they were situated. Um, and uh, they managed to secure, because, through their contact with the council, a, a, an area of land really strategically placed right at the heart of this new development where they, they had a vision for building a church. But they came to the conclusion that the project that they believed that God wanted to happen was more than they could handle themselves. They were a group church of just about 30 people, something like that. Mm. So they had heard about our vision for church planting, which is partly why, mm. uh, and that's how it works, it's partly why that was important. And they, they actually approached us and asked us if we would like to 
not only help them, but take over the mm. project that, mm. they were, that they had, as it were, begun yeah. under the guidance of God. So, so uh, mm. that's, that's really the first stage. Yeah. So you had this vision for planting, and now you had a particular place to plant a church. Yeah. But I know that your next step uh, was actually then to go and raise money. Yeah. And I know that might be a, a sort of surprising next step uh, in, in what people might expect for church planting. So can you just talk us through what was your thinking and, and how did raising a lot of money come into that? Well, again, there's, there's two aspects to that. One, one was the, 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 the circumstance, the, the opportunity that presented itself to us. Because um, what Cedars Church had, had uh, done, what they presented us with, in a sense, was a site and, ev and plans, even th they'd had an architect involved, they had, they had plans, they had planning approval for a church building on this site. So it's, it's, a, slightly, it's a slightly unusual way to go about planting a church, in a sense, but our, our uh, mission that we picked up, as it were, was to, was, to, was to plant a church and build the building in which the church was, mm -hmm. going, to, was going to exist. And obviously that was going to be an expensive thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Cedars, Cedars Church gave us £100,000 as a kind of starter. That's the money they had. And they entrusted us with that, but we needed to raise a lot more money. Mm -hmm. But that also tied into something else, mm -hmm. which is that our vision for church planting is that we should be seeking to plant large churches, we should launch large is a phrase that people, people mm -hmm. uh, use who think in these kind of terms. Yeah. Um, and so we wanted a church that would, that would be quite a big church to start with and that would grow mm -hmm. and become an even bigger and growing, yeah. and growing church. So that, that costs, it's, it's, it yeah. takes money. Yeah, uh, it might be worth just playing out both of those aspects a little bit, this sort of idea of, of the, the budget and then the, the launching large. So sure. just, can you just give us a little, just very briefly, you know, what sort of money were you looking for and how did you raise that? Well, we, we came to the conclusion that the full budget that was needed for this church was, was, was about one and a half million pounds, big amount mm -hmm. of money. We had 100,000 pounds from Cedars. We needed about 1.4 million. And um, to cut a long story short, what we did was we had, we had a, uh, this started about five years ago, and we had a, we had a six month lead in, gradually communicating with wider and wider circles of the, of, of the church's leadership and the, and the whole uh, fellowship of the church ending with a gift week, uh, which was uh, in the late autumn of 2005, uh, seeking a uh, million and a half pounds of that gift week. Now, we didn't get a million and a half pounds, but what we did get was 1.2 million. Yeah. So with the other 100,000, we had, had 1.3 million pounds. We changed our plans around mm -hmm. slightly. Uh, we, we managed to save some money on the building. We postponed buying a house for the minister. So we were able to do it for for the money that God had given us through. I mean, in an extraordinary way, really. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. an amazing thing to be part of and not, not anything that we'd ever done before. And it was a very big amount of money mm -hmm. for, for us to raise. And it was mm -hmm. wonderful to see God working in that way. Brilliant. And now the other aspect of that launching large, obviously, uh, building the building was one thing and then yep. actually gathering a team and so on. This is about the point where I started to get involved. But can you yep. talk to us about this idea of launching large and what sort of team you needed and how all that, how all that yep. was thought through? I mean, of course, the church is not the building. Uh, the church is the, ho the the building is the home for the church. Every family needs a needs a building, yeah. uh, needs a home to live in. So, so the building is an important aspect, uh, but the church itself is the people. And if you're going to launch large, you need you need both the right leaders mm. to, to to fulfill the various roles that are, nece are necessary, and not least the the key leadership role of the, uh, mm. the, the 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 kind of senior minister of the church who's going to lead it forward. Okay. But also you need enough people uh, who, are, who are really committed, you know, workers, team workers, as it mm -hmm. were, to do all the work that's, 
that's necessary so that you can start with a bang, as it mm. were. Mm. Now, we, we had a situation where uh, there were quite a number of people in the church, in Jesmond Parish Church, who already lived in Gateshead. Mm. A lot of people who were interested, keen mm. to get involved with a, with a church plant. Mm. Um, so we had, about a uh, we had a core team of about 80 people, something mm. like that, who, who went over to Gateshead uh, and, and were, were part of the, uh, the, uh, the, the core team. But you need a good number, to do this, you need a good number of people mm. to get it, to make it work from the start. Mm. Is it worth just talking a little bit about why you need that big number of people, why that starting with a bang is important? We wanted to, I mean, there are different ways of planting churches, but this, the, the model that we wanted to use was that we did, we did make an impact right from the start mm. and get serious, quite serious numbers. Mm. You know, we were hoping for a couple of hundred people mm. from very early on. Um, and uh, so to do that, we, what we wanted to do was to, was to, was to launch the church uh, with everything going, for the Sundays particularly, mm. with everything going at full quality mm. and so something for everyone on a Sunday mm. and, and to do that you just need a lot of people because you've got to have all the sort mm. of Sunday schools in place, you've got to have good music, yeah. uh, you've got to have you know just all of those systems in place mm. especially for the especially mm. for the Sundays mm. um, and so so you know that, that's that's just a part of the whole vision for planting for, 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 for launching large you've got to have a really strong team. And I think uh, and it might be worth just sort of adding I think what yep. we saw on, on the ground when, when it happened was that that was really important for enabling us to cater for all sorts of different sorts of people when they came in, particularly where we are there's a lot of young families and uh, having that full range of things already happening, particularly a full Sunday school meant that uh, people who turned up found someone like them in a situation like them and, and they were able to be looked after right from the beginning. So, Yeah, uh, it was key wasn't it? And, and as you are very well aware, it's a huge amount of work mm, mm. and you need to be able to sustain it, mm. uh, you know, not just for the exciting first month or whatever yes, it is, yeah. but month after month and mm. then ultimately year after year. I mean, we're, we're looking to plant a church that's going to be large, grow and be there a hundred years mm. from now as mm. well. So this is not, you don't want something that's just kind of flash in the pan. People get excited for a while and then exactly. fade away. So you've got to have a really good, strong so that, team. That's making me think it's probably worth us talking a little bit about the strategy uh, yep. by which we went about trying to enable that to happen. So do you want to talk to us about that, what that strategy was? The actual launch process itself, we use something that, that people speak of as being a sort of W strategy. Mm. And that's because of the, the, the W shape uh, which, which indicates a kind of alternation between monthly preview services and then uh, between those monthly preview services, uh, as it were, at the bottom of the W, uh, other events, both for the, the team, to, to encourage the team, and also for members of the community who are not necessarily part of the church yet, but, who, but, 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 but not a Sunday service. So, you, so the month, a monthly preview service was a key part of the, key part of the strategy, which actually, we actually found to be very, very effective. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the, uh, just talking about that, that sort of W pattern, the one thing in the middle for people to come back to from the outside and, and two things in the middle for the team members yeah. to, to be encouraged by. Yeah. And that was yeah. particularly, I think, designed to enable non-Christian people who weren't used to going to church weekly to get a little bit of a taste and to gradually build up to mm. when we're doing weekly. But for us as a team, it also meant that it, we didn't exhaust ourselves trying to run full Sunday services mm. weekly, as well as all the other sorts of things that we were trying to do to mm. encourage people to come along. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that, because I think sometimes people worry that, you know, you're not going to get enough momentum. Mm. So we did, we did um, I think it was three, wasn't it? Three mm. monthly it preview was, services yeah. before the main yeah. launch, after which yeah. we did services every, every week. Yeah. And there were all kinds of advantages to that, mm. it seemed mm. to me. And one is that 
obviously you're, you're starting from scratch and it's very, very difficult to go from scratch to, as it were, running full speed. Absolutely. Uh, so you can build momentum through that monthly preview services. You're not making undue demands on people out in yeah. the community who maybe are not used to going to church at all. Yeah. First of all, you're just saying to them, well, just come just come mm. once a month and then you can, you can encourage them to come more frequently than that. Yeah. It also means that you can, uh, you can really concentrate your efforts on that once a month occasion, mm. get it really, really good so it's high quality. Yeah. And also yeah. you can learn and you've got yeah. time to readjust. You've got yeah. time also for mm. uh, more inviting and evangelism and so yeah. on between times. So and it's we, a very did effective that. Method. we did that, didn't we? On, when we launched, we actually started, we just did one preview service, then we launched, we started an evening and a morning service. Yeah, um, and uh, I, mean, we, I think it has been effective as we've seen uh, over that two years. We've seen growth. We're now added a third uh, service. It's been very encouraging. Um, we're almost out of time, but there's a wealth of material out there for people who want to follow yeah. this up. Can you just recommend one or two resources that'd be helpful for people on church planning? Well. I've got three books, I don't know if we'll have time to mention them all, but very quick. Here's, here's one which is called Launch by Nelson Searcy and mm -hmm. Carrick Thomas. Uh, there's another one called Starting New Churches on Purpose by Ron Sylvia. That talks about the right. W yeah. method, very helpful. And then Peter Wagner on church and planting. We're going to have to leave it there. Thanks, Jonathan. And thank you for watching. As we've experienced at Holy Trinity Gateshead, there's a real need for new church plants, and there are fantastic opportunities all around us. So I do hope today's discussion helps you to see how your church can get involved. Do join us next time on Clayton Today. Goodbye.